0: Hi, I'm Grant Dufresne, and welcome to Dufresne Ministries' podcast channel. We believe that as you listen to this message, your faith will be stirred and you will be encouraged in whatever you are believing God for today. Stay tuned to the end of this message to find out more information about our ministry.
1: Uh, I want us to continue where we had been in a previous service. Turn with me, if you would, to Romans chapter 15. Romans chapter 15. And we're going to start reading in verse 13. How many of you know that uh, without faith, it's impossible to please God? So you can uh, can even uh, live a life that is moral. You can uh, live a life where you're faithful to your church. You can be... Serving in your church as you ought to serve in your church. Everyone who's part of a local church should be serving in some capacity. Why? Because we're a family. And everyone in the family has family chores. Amen. It's being part of the family. Uh, you can be someone who prays for your church. Prays for the body of Christ. But don't forget this. You can do all those things which are right to do. Which are good to do. But if you leave off faith, you're not pleasing to God. Amen. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. You can't teach faith without touching into every single arena of a believer's life. Because faith is connected to your moral life, it's connected to your love walk, it's connected to your patience, it's connected to all the fruits of the Spirit, it's connected to your giving, it's connected to your obedience. So when we touch on faith, you're gonna have to touch on every single arena because faith must be in every single arena. And I tell you, there are people who are dismissing the need of faith. But without faith, you can't move into the plan of God. Without faith, you can't lay hold of the victory that he's already made yours. Because this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. You can't have victory or walk in it without faith. Your victory is waiting for your faith to show up. It's all prepared and it's waiting, but it takes faith to go in and lay hold of that. Amen. It takes faith to hear the Holy Ghost, to listen to him, to obey him. It takes faith that has to be mixed with the word. It says in Hebrews 4 concerning the Hebrews that when uh, God brought them out of Egypt, it said the word preached did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. You can sit and attend church, but if you don't have faith moving on the inside of you, even what you hear is no profit. And that's an amazing statement that the word can be given and there's no profit to it. It's an amazing statement, but you have to mix faith. It's not that I give it. You have to mix it when you hear it and take it in. If you don't mix faith with the word, when you hear it, you'll get offended at that word. People will say, well, I don't get fed here anymore. What they're saying is, I've, I've quit mixing faith with what I'm hearing. Because there's no such thing as the word going forth and not blessing your life if you mix something with it. Amen. Hallelujah. I mean, now today in today's society, they even have a, uh, a product to make it easier to where you don't even have to make pancakes from scratch. You can just buy this, it's a jug, right? right? And it's got all the ingredients you need except one. It's called water. (laughs) And so you have to take that jug that you buy and uh, you have to mix water with that. Then you shake it and then you pour it. I mean, it's an easy thing, right? It's an easy thing. But if you don't mix water with it, Go ahead and pour that in the pan and see what happens. It won't work. It's the same thing with the word. God did the hard part. He gave us the easy part. Mix faith. That's all you have to do. Add your faith. Mix your faith with this and pour it out in your life. It will work. It will feed you. It will bless you. It will increase you. It will bring you into more. So this is the variable. Are you going to mix faith? Amen. To walk out of the building and not implement what's taught in the building is to not mix faith. Because faith turns you into a doer. Amen. Amen. If you're going to be a faith person, you're going to be a doer. If your faith is not growing, your spiritual life is not growing. Amen. If your faith is not developing, your spiritual life is not developing because you can't move into anything God has for you apart from faith. Amen. Amen. So we've been teaching along the lines of faith, especially bringing in other elements. But I want to continue where we were in a previous service. And here we see in Romans chapter 15, verse 13. Now the God of hope, and I like these next words, fill you. Don't you like those? Yes. The God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing. So we see this word believing, which is really faith in action, right? So we see these, gr- these words that are grouped together. God fill you with all joy and peace in believing. So we see that faith has companions, These companions are named joy and peace. You can measure your faith level by measuring your joy level. You can measure your faith level by measuring your peace level. Because you're not going to be in the flow of faith unless you're also in the flow of joy and peace. If you say, I'm believing God, but you go to sleep and you're tormented and you're harassed, then you've got some ways to to go. Amen. Amen get that torment off of you. Don't allow anything to worry you, trouble you, unsettle you because it will bring you out of faith. So now you can know what, because really we all want to please God. We all want to use our faith, but just wanting to use our faith doesn't mean we're using it because sometimes people have gotten so used to using worry. They They just step into that worry flow. And every time you step into something that robs you of peace, you've stepped into something that pulls you out of the flow of faith. But we also see this that is connected with faith is this wonderful thing of joy. Joy is not an emotion. It's a force. It is a force. And it's on the inside of you. It is a fruit of the Spirit. It's already in you. But how many of you know fruit has to be cultivated? A fruit tree that's planted in your yard has to be tended to so that it can produce. There is joy. There's a seed of joy that God put in you. At the, it's the fruit of the Spirit. All nine fruits of the Spirit came to you in seed form. You have to cultivate them. You have to water them. You have to draw on them. You have to receive them. You have to respond to them by not responding to things that would injure those seeds. It doesn't, you know, you could have a fruit tree in your yard and be starving if you don't go pick it off the off the tree. Many people's lives are in famine spiritually because they're not picking out and drawing out of their spirit the fruit that God has given them to help sustain them in a flow of victory.
0: Amen.
1: Amen. Amen. It's hard in the natural to determine because I'm talking about mentally well am I on faith or am I not God gave us these measuring sticks called joy and peace you can measure you know if you're joyful right now you know the measure of peace and I'm not talking necessarily even about mental peace now because don't misunderstand me that when the peace of God that is on the inside of you starts dominating it will affect the mind but many times you can have peace in your spirit about doing something and the devil will challenge you mentally to try to talk you out of that direction. But just because he's attacking the mind doesn't mean the peace isn't in there. Draw the peace out and answer those thoughts that challenge the peace that comes to the mind. Amen. So how do you know if how how do you know what your measure of faith is? Measure your joy and peace. I don't care if you just got saved today, you can tell me whether or not you're in joy. You can tell me whether or not you're in peace. You might not know any of the faith principles, but you always measure your faith level by measuring your joy and peace level. So I can say this, when you're in joy, when you're in faith, there's evidence. You know what the evidence is? Joy and peace. That's evidence that you're in faith. If you're harassed, If you're going to bed worried, you're not yet in faith. Get that stuff off your faith. Get it off your faith. It's come to rob you. You have to earnestly contend for the faith. Jude says this, earnestly contend for the faith. Meaning this, there are going to be things that are going to come and try to rob you. You better keep things off of your faith. Because with no faith, you can't conduct business with God. I'm talking about, yes, there's faith in you. But I'm talking about faith flowing. Faith operating. You can have it in you and if it's not flowing, you're not going to be able to come out in the place God intended for you to come out. Amen. Now notice this. Jesus made this statement. He's letting us know what in time people need to be interested in and occupied with and contending for. He made this one statement. When I come back, How many of you know he's coming back? Don't believe anybody who says he's not coming back. You can stay if you want, but he's coming back for me. (laughs) When I come back, will I find faith on the earth? Not will I find anointing. Will I find miracles? Will I find a happy home? Will I find love? He says, I'm looking for faith. Why? Because without faith, none of these other things can operate as they should. Faith is the fountain that all these other things flow out of. Because you can't conduct business with God without faith. He is a faith God. And it is a message that must be emphasized. To keep people in the, in, if you will emphasize faith, their homes will get healed. If you'll emphasize faith, their minds will clear up. Because it's by faith, acting faith every single day. And I love what the Amplified said. When God, when Jesus said, when I come back, will I find persistence in faith? on the earth meaning this not stop and start stop and start it is not just a moment of faith it is a life of faith every day we're walked by faith that governs us we are faith people of a faith god you cannot even operate in the gifts of the spirit without faith I'm talking even to ministers and pastors, you cannot even, this is why there's not a lot of operation of gifts, of gifts and spirit in many churches because it takes faith. And if you don't, if you don't, if you don't focus on faith, major on faith and keep it a focus in your life, other things that are connected to it will have, you'll struggle with them. God wants you flourishing in every single arena. Now without faith, it's impossible. To please God. Amen. Think of that huge statement. Without faith it's impossible. To please him. It's not that God says. "If You know. Uh, uh, you you got to make me happy. Or, get, or you get nothing. Right. Yeah. It's not that. The reason it's impossible to please God without faith. Is because when there's no faith. God can't move to bless you the way he wants to. Yes. And he's robbed of the privilege and the joy of blessing us when we don't have faith and he's not pleased when he can't bless us.
0: Right.
1: Amen. He's not giving you an ultimatum. He's telling you this, if you'll flow with faith, if you'll expect and believe, if you will stay in joy, if you will stay in peace, then I can bless you in a way I want to bless you. And that pleases me to bless you. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. So he's told us, Jesus told us what he's looking for when he comes. When I find, when I come back to the earth, will I find persistence in faith? Not people who just know the principles. I'm talking about the spirit of faith. There are people who know the principles, but I'm talking about the spirit of faith. The spirit of faith has a sound. As a sound, you can hear it. When someone just talks, they might not rattle off four faith scriptures, but you can hear the flow of faith in their words. What is that? That's the spirit of faith in them. Amen. So you want to make sure you're flowing in the spirit of faith. How do you know if you're flowing? How do you know if, you, know if you are in the faith? Because Paul said, examine yourselves to see whether you're in the faith. What's he talking about in the faith? Well, you can have a house and not be in it. You can have a car and not be in it. You can have faith and not be in it. It's not enough to have faith. It's not enough to visit faith. Faith is the way we live. It's the way we talk to God. It's the way we hear from God. It's the way we move forward in God. Amen. By grace are you saved through faith. You can't get saved without faith. Because faith is this. Faith is a pipeline. It's what it is. And when God has something for your life, he needs a pipeline for that That power, that grace, that ability to reach your need. And faith is the pipeline that says, I have faith that God's going to meet my financial need. What you did, you just laid a pipeline to that financial need. Now his supply can go through that pipeline. It's not faith. That provides for you it is faith that gives access for God to provide for you it's not faith that heals you it is faith that gives God conduit a channel through which his healing power can flow and that's what it says about salvation by grace are you saved through faith you can never receive the grace of God unless there's a pipe of faith in place that that grace can flow through faith is the channel for God's power, God's grace, God's blessings to flow to and meet your needs. Amen. You can build a house, but don't lay any pipeline to it and see what happens to that house. <laughs> yeah. You can have a structure that doesn't have a water line. You can have a structure that doesn't have any conduit to lay electrical wires. And what happens? You've got a structure, but you got no water. you got no power. you got no flow. Yeah. Amen. Without faith, the flow of God cannot, bring, cannot meet your needs, cannot rest in the arenas that you need it to, to, to be received in. Amen. Faith is so important. Come on. I said faith is so important. When Jesus said, when I come back, well, I find faith. Why? Because faith is Jesus' entrance point into the earth. Miracles can only come through this channel of faith. Healing can only come through this channel of faith. Too many times people are trying to, if I could say, work up a feeling of faith. Faith is in you. Feed it every day. Make it a focus every day. Why? Because that's how you conduct business with God. Listen, if you don't have faith, you'll bail on your marriage. (laughs) Why? Because many times... It's easy to look past someone's natural faults when by faith you know what's in their spirit.
0: Come on. That's right. That's
1: right. Amen. And people leave over all the natural stuff. It's, it's by faith you say, you know something, there's something in there. Yeah. And their, their heart is right, their heart is good. Quit getting trapped by all the outflows of the flesh and the natural thing. Faith will help you see the good things instead of focusing on the stuff that you, tr- you trip over. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Now let's get back to this verse. You want to try? You know I do this, right? Yeah, I kind of veer sometimes. But Romans chapter 15 verse 13. Now the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace. How do you know? Uh, look at this. Filled with joy and peace. Uh, notice this. Being full of joy and peace comes from being full of faith. Partial faith, partial joy, partial peace. Only moments of joy, only moments of peace comes from only moments of faith, but full faith in full flow means full joy, full peace in full flow. And that's what God has authored for us. Fullness. Amen. Hallelujah. So uh, we, we had made this statement previously and I want us to restate it again because it's so important. In these last days, we're going to see miracles to the degree we've never seen them before. We're going to see healings in this last day revival to the degree we've never seen them before. My husband, along with other ministers, leading ministers with credibility in speaking about these last days, have made the statement that all this revival will be all previous revivals rolled up into one. That's the that's the days we're headed in, that we're in the very beginning, very beginning stages of it. But he also said this by the Spirit: all nine manifestations of the Spirit, all get the nine gifts of the Spirit, the fi- all fivefold offices of the apostle, the po- the prophet, all the fivefold offices operating at full potential power. Full potential power. I heard Dad Hagen say. Uh, the only the, the highest I've ever heard him say is he only operated in that prophet's office at seventy percent power. Wow. Why, and he said, and he said that's because I could only get the congregation to go with me that far. That's good. Wow. Yeah. that's good. Well, see, it's not about well that's their office for them to flow in. We have to understand these things so we can hook in, so that we can have a full potential flow of the different offices. Now, you start hitting full potential flows. Now, you're going to hit miracles you've not seen before. When God gave me that dream and I saw a man's feet growing on. You're not going to get into that with partial faith. You're not going to get into that with partial joy and partial peace. It's going to take full faith, going full steam ahead, reaching. Amen. And you think the devil's going to sit back and congratulate us? He's going to oppose to the degree we flow in. So, God already put your remedy against all of his opposition. When he said, "God, the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing. When you are operating in the faith of God, there's going to come opposition to try to steal you that faith, to try to get you to sway off that faith, back off of faith. And what's going to hold you steady is you stay in joy and peace. No devil's pushing me off. I'm rejoicing the whole way. I'm not down. I'm not depressed. I'm not under it. I'm over it. And it's by faith you stay in that flow joy and peace is a divine inoculation against the viruses of tests and trials that are going to come. When God when the, fe- when the faith of God is on the inside of you and flowing, it inoculates you with joy and peace to where joy and peace will not let the opposition in. Yeah. That's why James said in, in chapter 1, he said, count it all joy when you fall into diverse tests and temptations. Why? Because when you're operating in joy, the test can't get in you. And the devil will say joy is not enough. For what you're facing. Joy is a force. It's not an emotion. It's not someone sitting in bed and cackling. Laughing at a good joke. It is a force that is a companion of faith. And it will keep all opposition out. We're going to not only have to be skillful in the word in these last days. Skillful in faith. Skillful in the gifts of the spirit. Skillful in prayer. We're going to have to be skillful in the flow of joy. Skillful in peace. Amen. Because Amen. if we're not, things that attack, that attack and come against us will try to get in us. And if it gets in you, it'll hinder you. Yeah. Yeah. That's That's right. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. God said to me two years before my husband went home to be with the Lord, what I want you doing is practicing peace. So when I got the news that he had gone home to be with the Lord, I was already practiced at staying. Really, to to say practicing peace and practicing joy, you know what it is? It's walking in the spirit. It's letting spiritual forces dominate you instead of natural forces. You have to practice that. You don't get good at it just because it's in you. You get good at anything. Naturally, and uh, with sports... With music, with uh, carpentry skills, electrical skills, you only get good because you practice. Yeah, right. Spiritual things have to be practiced. Joy has to be practiced. Now there are times when we have services where we just rejoice. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about when no one is around you. That corporate that corporate anointing is not present in your kitchen. And you hear a bad report. Come on. And you say, wait a minute, I know how to draw on that joy. Wait a minute. And you start rejoicing. When Paul was in that Philippian prison, and uh, theologians will tell you they call it the joyful letter in Philippians. It's the most joyful letter he wrote from the darkest place of his life. What was his instruction? Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. He was showing us and telling us what he was doing in the hardest place he was in. There's your answer. You say that you don't understand, Pastor Nancy, what I'm facing. Just rejoicing isn't enough. Don't you tell me that the force of joy, divine joy is not enough. If you will get into joy, can I tell you what getting into joy will do for you? It will get you up on your faith. Come on. If you'll start rejoicing, that faith will start activating. When you don't feel like you're on top, I mean get up as dry as you want to, just as dry as you want to say, I rejoice, Father. Praise the Lord. But if you'll stick with it, it'll start bubbling. And what will happen? It'll get your faith going. It will get your faith going. And when your faith gets going, the anointing comes. And the anointing destroys the yoke. Amen. You're the one who determines whether your faith is moving or not. The way to keep it moving, keep rejoicing. Just if you'll keep rejoicing, wake up in the morning, praise the Lord. Father, I'm so grateful for what's coming today. You say, but Pastor Nancy, I'm gonna face some difficult things. You then you need the force of joy flowing stronger. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Hallelujah. When you're rejoicing, God will speak to you. You understand that? When you're rejoicing, God will speak to you. Have you ever noticed when you're worrying, it's very difficult to hear God? Why? Because God's not flowing in that flow. That's not his flow. That's not his way of operating. Therefore, he's not moving in that. He's not speaking in that flow. But joy is his flow. Peace is his flow. The kingdom of God is not meat and drink. It is what? Righteousness peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. You can't even move in the Holy Ghost if you're not a person of joy. You can't move in the Holy Ghost unless you stay in peace because the Holy Ghost is not moving through worry, fear, torment, harassment. Amen. Well, we haven't gotten very far today from where I was headed. But uh, we have to understand that your joy is within your control. Your peace is within your control. Why? Because your faith is within your control. These three are running together. If we say we're faith people, we also have to say we're joy people. If we say we're faith people, we also have to say we're peace people. I'm talking about we're bringing peace to situations. We're operating in peace. So if you want to, listen, if you want to have a strong faith, you're going to have to have a strong flow of joy. Well, Pastor Nancy, I'm joyful. (laughs) Let me tell you something. When joy is flowing, this countenance starts showing that. And I tell you what, if you will just work on this, it will assist you in helping draw that joy out. I'm not talking about emotion. Why do we get in joy? Learn to release faith through joy. That's how come you can get up and dance out of your bed in the morning. Or you can dance in a service and we will. We're dancing a service, won't we? Why is that? Because we're releasing our faith. Faith flows through joy. Faith flows through peace. And without those flows, you can know that faith isn't operating. But with those flows, you can say, I'm moving into faith. I'm moving into faith. Amen. Hallelujah.
0: We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at defraiministries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, become a partner, or visit our online store. This program has been made possible by the friends and partners of Defray Ministries.